At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Hello, welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's the podcast where you look at educational films, experimental caught films, and interesting documentaries. We've got our our um, feet firmly back in Terra Educational today. Uh, this is this is Matt. Hello, Andrew Shear. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, why not a woman? Yeah. Oh, you were just waiting for that because you were like wildly gesticulating for like ten seconds before that. Why me? <laughs> Why not a woman? Yeah, yeah. Talk about why not a woman. <laughs> uh, this was a relatively um, rando pick. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. that's how you get these. It's just like, okay, that looks like something. Let's do that. Sure. Yeah, but it was a great one to choose, though, because um, not only you know do I love any anything that's uh, feminist, even if it's, I guess this would have been second wave, uh, but I also like, anything with the old Pittsburgh accents and this is full of a, a nice variety of Pittsburgh accents. So can you tell us what this film is about in a Pittsburgh accent? Uh, no, cause it'll end up sounding like Canada. Okay. Uh, do it very well. <laughs> but uh, I can say the only thing I can say in Pittsburgh is chip dip. Don't got no mayonnaise in it. <laughs> that's not it. Um, okay. That's good so enough. This, I just need a little bit there. Okay. Uh, so this one is about women entering the workforce. And this was made in the early 70s where people were actively trying to hire because of the women's movement, uh, women into um, uh, factory jobs and other like skilled labor, skilled labor jobs. And instead of doing, you know, clerical work and stuff that is, was stereotypical for women. And so the movie is really cool. It interviews uh, some of the bosses of these companies talking about their productivity versus the uh, male workers. It interviews the women about uh, their particular situation, why they are either joined the workforce or their education or skill background. And it also has uh, like people talking about, uh, oh God, it's, there's like one boss that he just, he keeps saying backhanded shit. <laughs> He's the, like the, the Ed Asner looking guy. Okay. But, uh, I remember there's one guy with a glorious beard and another guy that looked like David Brent. Yeah. Uh, no, but, but um, this is, yeah, this is really neat because you can imagine like they are showing this to guys that owned companies to convince them that yes, women can function <laughs> at doing any sort of a job. And it's, it's weird to think that now, even now um, there's this idea that, uh, that you know women can't be just as good or even better than a man at any job i i am wondering exactly i mean we know who the audience was for this film but how was this yeah. film like presented to them did some dude with the film caster just strolling off as hey buddy i got something for you see it's real important see i would guess that someone was like hey buddy look they're gonna sue your ass off you know <laughs> you know start so Here's a movie you can watch and figure it out. I mean, they're they're doing the equivalent the equivalent of this now, with people, uh, you know, uh, work 
company owners wanting to understand like uh, gender neutral and transgender and uh, things like that, but they still have like sensitivity training. They have diversity training, all that still like goes on. So that's the, that's today's equivalent of why not a woman for sure. Well, just talking to somebody about um, in, in Japan, they had the NHK, um, it was like a kind of like a news program that would come on after the, the short six o'clock news. And it was, uh, uh, what was it called? Sekai no Award? No, that's a band. Excuse me. Anyway, it, it, I called it Mr. Ship because they had this puppet that was in a ship. And um, the bow of the prow of the ship like really looked like his cock, which was kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, like he always has Tiffy, but they do, the, you know, they take whatever the week's news was, be it George Floyd or I mean, they got that intense and they'd have these animated segments and um they kept coming out as being horribly racist there's one <laughs> so i noticed um uh april's when they switch over shows and stuff in japan right and i was like oh mr ships finally got taken out and shot did he the show's now off the air but last year that i think it was after george floyd they did an animated thing about that and um they had to like send like nhk employees to like sensitive cultural sensitivity classes after that as part of the from the blowback <laughs> yeah they're like is it on youtube can you watch this happen do you remember seeing it i just wanted to kind of a description oh of i saw i saw on live television like that's dinner time we eat six there's 10 minutes of news and then mr ship would come on right we're still sitting there eating dinner so yeah i saw so, that i saw all this stuff live thinking is this okay <laughs> <laughs> And uh, no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not okay. So did they just like animate the news? Kind of, but in the, like this insane comic book style, and like everyone is like Mr. Ship, right? So it'd be like a big burly black guy, but with a Mr. Ship face, and you know, like Chinese women, like you. I mean, they probably had, they probably freaking had a um, you know, an animated thing about like comfort women. You know, that's. Because they do like real news, they do like controversial stuff, and they do it in this like insane animated style. And this was last year, so yeah, yeah. See, I'm recently. Oh, I see this stuff live on TV, so it never occurred to me to look on YouTube. But now that you bring it up, we might have to visit one of those soon. But uh, anyway, the they, point being, people still need to see films like Why Not a Woman. <laughs> yeah, they do, and you know, especially because uh, here in the United States and in other parts of the world too. Uh, culturally, things are kind of circling back to this um, this idea of um, the re replacement of masculinity, where you know anyone else's rights means yours that are taken away. So, um, you know, they do kind of address that in the movie, where they say, you know, does this mean a woman's going to take your job, or there won't be enough jobs for men if women do this? Because, you know, it's all it's all based in fear of being replaced. You know, and I, just, uh, I think that they should be. Yeah, I just noticed See, a lot of people in this film, male and female, kind of looked like John Lennon. Yeah, isn't that? Or um, or John Denver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, maybe Denver. Um, sunshine on my nutsack. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, there was one that had just this magnificent fro. And uh, she was working with the lathe, I think. And I was just sitting there thinking, ah, you know, there's... Yeah, they wouldn't want to come over and go, could you put on a hard hat or they seem to be afraid to talk to that. Well, we, let her go. we haven't talked to her very much. We just let her do what she wants. Matter of fact, she, she doesn't actually work. 
she just pushes this button. She thinks it does something, but it doesn't because we're just afraid. <laughs> that would have been fun. Yeah, I wonder if I'm going to end up with a fro or not. With a white man's nope. fro. <laughs> no, absolutely, man. I mean, it never goes out of style. Right, right. Okay, so uh, one of my first notes is, what factories are for semen? <laughs> Just to mix some things up. <laughs> There's that one woman who wanted to, who was becoming a carpenter, but I, I wrote, she'll never be a carpenter. Not like Karen. Karen was a superstar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember that one because, uh, she was talking about having uh, being an apprentice, but you know, there are, it's, it's interesting. I, I recently, um, I, I recently read an article about um, women barbecue uh, people like workers that do that, you know, and they're like, yeah, because of the fire and the meat, that's why men usually do barbecue because of fire and meat. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> and they were, in this, they address the fact that, you know, it's dangerous machines. You could get hurt. Don't touch that woman. Well, don't touch that anyone. I mean, we got shake hands with danger, too, right? <laughs> those, oh, imagine those dudes still done, get mangled. Yeah. Imagine if they'd done the if those people had done this video, how they would have treated it. Because this is more like a documentary about real people with real jobs and stuff like that. But imagine like the if the shake hands with danger people got a hold of it they would like show it's like because bob didn't hire a woman he lost most of his left hand in the lathe there we go that 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 would be a fantastic film because bob didn't hire a woman he dremeled his own asshole <laughs> yeah right on <laughs> I can do he that. laminated his own bean bag <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just let you uh, go on about that for a while, see where it takes us. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We can move on. You know how um, it goes. Rule, rule of three. They, they had the, the one lady driving the bus, and I used to drive the UGA buses, you know, University of Georgia buses. And, and I do remember often hitting that. Um, there, there's a little dip near the stadium. You know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'd hit that at top speed while flashing the lights and playing techno music for the, the late night buses yeah (laughs) well i was it made me the bus part made me think back to school all my bus drivers were women oh elementary school yeah yeah i think that's pretty much the case Um, yeah junior high as well i think it might have all been the same (laughs) the same (laughs) yeah yeah cloned multiplicity style (laughs) my my what i thought about when i was a kid is more like johnny cab like she didn't actually come out of the bus because she was only like she was built as part of the bus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got in trouble for saying horrible things about my old bus drivers a few weeks ago. So I guess I should stop there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, this is horrible so much as just a, like a, a revelation caused by um, uh, why not a woman? Because I, I had literally hadn't thought about it since I was a kid. So I, so, I could be thinking too hard, but are it's kind of to me it was a little bit weird that they were focusing so much on the factory jobs and things i mean they're not i guess if you got a union well they paid better back in 1979 too probably because these jobs now it's like you gotta have like three jobs so they don't look so appealing anymore yeah i know a lot of them said the money was better uh, like men made more money or the jobs that men were having the, the man was often the breadwinner of the household 
because he had the better paying job just as a result of being a man, you know, things like that. So they, they talked about that there, but being a skills, skilled tradesperson, I don't think is, uh, you know, a lot of those have been replaced by, by machines. Yeah. And then the companies themselves are like, well, we're not going to put you under an actual contract. We're just going to pay you, you know, hourly. And then uh, I guess we're cutting back here and there and go piss off. No, you don't get paid when you're not working, you know, benefits. What, what is, what's that word mean? <laughs> no, no pension, no nothing. Because I, I think I guess the seventies actually seventies is probably when it started to break down, right? But uh, before that, you know, like you could work in a factory and it could be. See, it doesn't seem like a very mentally um satisfying career, but it, it would at least be a more stable one, I guess. Back in the day, yeah, no, that was the thing. You got a job and then you just kept it until you were dead, you yeah. know. And how soon you died was, you know, I guess a mostly equivalent of how hard the job was. I don't know. I guess my point is when they made this film, like, you know, just having a good solid job, but now I'm thinking, well, these jobs are going to be the exploitative, uh, exploitative jobs. You know, you want that, well, you want the office job with a, with a contract, but now I'm sitting here thinking, well, you don't really get those either. Do you? <laughs> no, I, I mean, everybody I know that got one, it's not for very long. They, you know, they're not for longer than like one or two years. You know, one of the reasons I still work in a place I work is uh, it's it's, you know, they still do contracts. They still have benefits in Japan. But for foreign workers, it's often year to year. Whereas mm. the place I work now, it's just like it's a normal Japanese contract. So we never have to discuss it again. Cool. Oh, that's Cause, good. Because I used to have to have a meeting about my contract every year. And that sucks. <laughs> Nerve wracking. <That> must have been. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened. Oh. <laughs> That would be I, that would be much. I mean, it's it still had benefits, so that was nice. But yeah, having to re-sign every year just ate it because they don't expect people to hang around for more than one or two years generally for a yeah English. Did you ever now. see um, the Mike Judge movie Extract? No, I didn't. It, okay, that's actually a great movie. It is about a factory that makes um, like food additives or something like that, or like vanilla extract things like that. But they, they, it's all about the union stuff and the injuries and the, but the, the women that work there are like, it's really funny because they, um, the plot of it has to do with like a, a woman who um, is like kind of uh, planted there on purpose to swindle the guy out of his money that r- runs the company. So she's like a grifter or whatever. But uh, yeah, the women that work there is pretty great. I thought it was a, a good way of showing the dynamics of the factory and having it be men and women and sort of like, but of course the foreman is a guy. And the people under him are women and things like that. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I uh, haven't. You said you worked in the air conditioning factory briefly, but I. Air um, here. Yeah, I don't think I ever worked in a factory sort of situation or a big warehouse thing. Yeah, no, they, but it's, it's, it's similar. Like what you said, they don't expect people to hang out very long. Like I remember they gave me till lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I lasted longer than that, of course, but um, yeah, people were just talking about others that had come on, thinking like, "Oh, he'll he'll quit by mid morning," things like that. So, um, but yeah, when this movie was made, absolutely, I, I think it may have been starting to kind of. They were thinking these would be great jobs because in the past they were, and so that was what they wanted. But it may not have been the case. But still, yeah, these were for the benefit of guys, dudes that uh, owned companies 
that were about to get in trouble if they didn't hire like someone who's black or someone who's a woman. Right. But yeah, it just, just it seems so ironic. Watch, you know, with the hindsight in effect, it's like, oh, that's not a good road, is it? Although I, I don't know if you're if you did have a nice contract in 1979, I guess you'd be able to keep it for a little while. So, <laughs> well, now it's Amazon and uh, Amazon doesn't want anybody around a long time because they they feel that uh, you you will be less motivated and you'll care less about the job the longer you're there. Mm. <clears throat> Yeah, I do keep getting the junk mail like Amazon is hiring. And everyone's supposed to work for Amazon now. Yeah, no, Amazon will be firing <laughs> in six months from the people that they hire. Yeah, there's a high, high turnover because of that. Here's here's my prediction for 10 years in the future for America. Everyone will work at McDonald's, Walmart, or Amazon on six six-month cycles. So over a year and a half, you'll work for all three companies. Everyone switches every six months. So why not a woman? Yeah. <laughs> why would it why would it matter? I don't know. I always had women teachers also. And mostly black women teachers. Yeah. So I, it, that's Atlanta. <laughs> it was a it's just funny to, to look at that mentality, the way things were back then, because you'd have to figure the way things were in Pittsburgh there would be you know, a decent representation of where it would be almost anywhere else. Um you were getting old crackers, old racists, and old misogynists and old sexists uh, who ran these companies for decades. And they were like, do I have to? Yes, you have to. See? Did you, <laughs> did you have mostly female teachers in high school? Yeah. Oh, I did. okay. So I, I had a kind of a pivot point, I think, at maybe the seventh or eighth grade where I started pivoting to more male teachers. So. In seventh, I did have more male teachers, but it was still like black men teachers. Yeah. I mean, seldom did I have a, yeah. So maybe, yeah, that maybe that was Atlanta, but it, there was never a question of like, cause I think teacher is still like, was still those traditionally accepted uh, women jobs. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Here. I don't know. Did it seem, did it seem uh, like awkward in any way? Like the people that were making the movie were like, Look, man, she shouldn't be doing this. We all know that. Look at this. We're, cap we're capturing this moment where I clearly did. a man lift this or clearly a man could operate this better. I, I made a little joke about it, but I think that my have actually been trying to do this with the movie where most of the women seemed a lot more like attractive on the factory floor than in the uh, off work interviews. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what is that? But that's possible, right? Because uh, they've got all the safety gear on and stuff. And then that shows them outside. Yeah, the one that was talking about um, she uh, she was divorced and had three kids to take care of or something like that. She mm -hmm. had kind of like lower length brown hair. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I guess but, the, ro the Rosie Riveter vibe. I guess that's got to be someone's fetish. Did you ever experience like sexism at the workplace on the part of like, you know, male colleagues making fun of uh, the women workers or uh, anything like that or saying saying? Well, I, I, you know, I work with a group of foreign teachers and I think, I don't think we've ever said it, but I, I think there's sort of an unspoken, like if there's been a long period of time when it was just an all male team and we have a new female yeah. teacher, you know, it's like, oh, tone it down a bit. The last, you know, the one that's with us now is she turned out to be like sarcastic as hell anyway, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, in a fun way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause that's still part of the, that's a big part of the training now too, for management and even just 
colleagues is, you know, the kind of stuff you just, it's always in the examples because we watch old educational films, but I've seen a lot of new ones. Like when it comes to like workplace stuff, um, they, they have a lot of instances where they'll show like the dramatization of like, what shouldn't dude be saying to this lady? And, you know, like just making shitty jokes. Um, but uh, when the, when the thing that I've witnessed is woman coworker walks through the room, says what's up, maybe not. Soon as she's out of earshot, men start saying like really, really off color, gross shit about her. Okay, I have I've not experienced that situation. I'm I'm talking more about like just like letting you know f bombs rip, you know that sort of thing. Oh, okay. No, I've <laughs> heard like yeah, sexist talk um, about that. I mean, not lately. Obviously, this was probably at the most recent, like maybe ten or eleven years ago. But I can remember distinctly going like. Y'all gonna have to give me a dollar every time I hear you say this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the 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 closest thing I came was um, someone admitting to me once of the night before that they'd had a dirty dream involving the math teacher. Oh man! <laughs> so that's that's the, but that's you know it's not like he scheduled that dream or anything, right? So <laughs> what what job did my mom had? I remember her working for service merchandise in the warehouse. I also remember her working um, at, a, um, at a at a grocery store on the on the floor or on the register, and also at Target on the register. Now these were, you know, jobs that um, that male male and female had. What was it that your your mom did? Like I remember there was something about uh, greeting cards at one point, and then there was another thing that had to do with restaurants or shopping. Um. Yeah, she'd have like two part-time jobs and one of them was just going to like drugstores and um supermarkets and like putting out the stock and you know arranging the cars to look nice and uh, changing them out and and other stuff. It, it is, you know, lots of retail jobs like that, but not working at the store but going to the store and you know doing work on some section in the store. And the other oh, one was the uh, the mystery shopping. So, which I don't think really yeah. pays. I think it pays in that they pay for your meal sort of thing like like when we did it that one time that was so cool i felt so cool doing that man because it was uh we were at uh, rafferty's yeah the one time i've ever eaten at rafferty's <laughs> wait you're not supposed to say it it was supposed to be a secret <laughs> we're gonna have stations on secret shopping <laughs> we're gonna have the mystery chopper mob on our asses <laughs> i don't even know if that restaurant's still there yeah yeah but but it was cool though because i was sitting there thinking like what are you supposed to do like how do you secretly shop you know did we get someone fired there's no way no, no. i don't I, th I don't think we said anything bad in the uh in the write-up so <laughs> yeah well but you had to report back right yeah 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 but i don't remember having to tell them anything particularly horrible so <laughs> rafferty more like rats all over these yeah right of course, that'd be the food. No, it's more like like the um, you know, the the waiter like kicked me in the head or something. Oh, okay. Oh man, we should have gotten him more pissed. You want a refill? Take a refill of my fist. <laughs> Can you get me anything else? Yeah, your eye on my knuckle, fool. <laughs> that'd be a cool restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about this idea on the on another podcast. So, uh, but there, someone was talking about the idea of the sh the shredstrand. 
where um i think they even said they got from a different place but uh yeah the idea that it's like the hard rock cafe with the guitars on on the aren't on the walls they're in the hands of the waiters and it's like uh like a double cheeseburger please oh double cheeseburgers <laughs> and you know, the chef hears it in the back and knows to make the cheeseburger <laughs> yeah i was thinking they were very, i thought it meant like the customer has the option of paying or ripping a solo and you would get money off or a free meal, depending on how how rad your solo was. That's a that's the weekend promotion. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the like, there's there's no paper or no orders are taken down. It's it's it only riffs are played. Yeah, it's like <laughs> okay, for this for the party of ten, this is either going to be two hundred twenty three dollars or eruption. <laughs> <laughs> That that's a that's a mountain to climb. Okay, <laughs> I'd just be like, um, eruptions. What's going to happen is if I don't get out of this restaurant because your food is is a gut grenade. Come on, spend you more. Gotta, t- you just got to throw your fingers fast enough. <laughs> do that. Do that tapping stuff. <laughs> Good to go. Never. No, I don't even understand what that was. I would look at it and go like, no, no. I was playing. I just- a few weeks ago and i couldn't stop making every time i bent the string it would go into like a pitch harmonic which i remember we could never get to do that now i like couldn't get to stop doing that <laughs> yeah it just yeah it really depends on where your hand is on the pick and all that other stuff but uh no we had yes. uh, the music lesson for that was the topic for my five and six year old class so i just i just brought one of my guitars to the school and i'd play because I, yeah, i'd bring out like ampamon tambourines and stuff for them and they'd uh <laughs> They do that, and I'd sit there playing. And the class, all boys, they they wanted they wanted me to shred. So yeah, of course I did. <laughs> oh cool. Oh man. Well, um, I I do know that um, there is a woman guitar player now called Her H E R, and people are saying like she's like the second coming of Prince because of how good she is on guitar. And I thought, well, you know how cool because you know we're talking about when we were growing up speaking of sexism and stuff guitar magazine would always have a dude on it unless it was a bikini model with a guitar there are rarely like women guitar players on the fronts of these guitar magazines lita ford made it a few times but she might have been in a bikini only one she was (laughs) i don't remember seeing joan jett on a guitar cover no she was never known as a lead player you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's why. But I mean, she's still someone that you expect to see a guitar uh, on. She played the guitar, and I would have wanted to know what she used, and you know, all of that. You find stuff. that out pretty easily now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the the one I watch is the the one where they interview the roadies um, or the guitar technicians for specific bands, where you get to see like close up which pedals they use and what the settings are and stuff. Yeah, yeah. As the, as the years go by, I do start thinking it would be nice to have someone just to, um, you know, tweak this part or switch out this part because I'm never going to do it on my own. <laughs> yeah, no. no, it's it's cool. You see, like exactly what how involved some of these people's jobs are, and you're like, man. I think my Les Paul is actually missing a tiny spring, which I don't know. It doesn't seem important because it still seems to play well. So, but I I could tell you probably one of two places working. <laughs> so. <laughs> It, no, it won't matter, but it, you know, those things are, they, those things are important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's where, you know, God bless them roadies, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes. And they could be woman roadies and man roadies. Why right. not a woman? 
That's right. I mean, you're just, you know, you're tweaking equipment. That's right. Oh, when you say it like that. <laughs> that did, yeah, sorry. As soon as I said it, I was like, that's, it seems like I'm making an inappropriate joke, but I'm not even quite sure how. <laughs> yeah. John, John always required his equipment to be tweaked before he went on stage. Usually yeah. that was the job of Bob the roadie. I did wonder if, I mean, even though it's a small, you know, not like Hollywood level, I, I feel like factories probably did have casting couches here and there. I mean, it, it had must to have. happen. Yeah, it had to have. Oh, man, it's like, so huh, where'd you learn to lay pipe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, you know, this film, but yeah, that would be like the dark side where the guy's like, oh, okay, I'm going to hire some women now and I'm going to be a lecturous terror. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, even though this film might be opening some doors and it should and some people are going to, you know, piss all over that door, right? So... Oh, no, absolutely no. you got to figure some had the liquor cabinet ready. And they're like, so you went to engineering school. Uh, could you take your top off? <laughs> We're laughing at the assholes. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's true. You laugh to keep from crying. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but uh, uh, hopefully, for our, our giggling at that particular joke, you can you can give them the place to go where where you have different things, which hopefully will giggle at some of that too, but in a different way. Yeah, gonzorific.com, G O N Z O R I F F I C. My friends and I make movies, very funny, uh, like uh, car, horror and comedy, and just very weird experimental stuff, and. Uh, that is, uh, you can get DVDs like Ariella Jones and the Home Video Vixens, um, Bad Girl Dracula, or Space Boobs in Space. There we go. Why, why not a woman in your films? Yeah. <laughs> why are they? Why are they? Who are they? What? Why are they? Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll, we'll, I guess we'll just leave you with that question today. Okay. I'm giving Why? it to you because you had all you had all the gesticulation to go with the uh, with that question. Oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, what do we want to what do we want to ask? Why, Why not a woman? Why not a woman? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's I don't know if it was meant to be answered, quite honestly. I mean, because what could you say? Why not a woman? Well, because I'm untotaled. It was supposed to be discussed after after the film ends. You're supposed to discuss oh, yeah. the question. Uh, so I mean, the, the only the only thing that I could see some say is things that I've heard people say, which is they can't lift stuff as well as a man can lift stuff. But if you want people to work smarter, not harder, <laughs> I don't think that applies. Yeah, they, there are forklifts and things too. So exactly, and pallets and all that other stuff. <laughs> so why not a woman? That's right. Your your uh, argument is invalid. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.